Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is AutoLine Daily for the first day of September of 2010, and now the news. Hyundai says that the Sonata is the most shopped vehicle in the American market, and it could sell more if it could make more. So now it's moving the Santa Fe CUV out of its assembly plant in Alabama and into Kia's plant in Georgia. The Associated Press reports that this could free up Hyundai to make 100,000 more Sonatas a year in Alabama. Toyota Camry and Honda Accord, you better watch out, they're coming after you. And it's not just with the Sonata. Yesterday I was not here for the show because I was out test driving the new Kia Optima, which shares the same platform and powertrain as the Sonata. But wow, what a good looking car. Peter Schreier, the former Audi designer who now heads up design at Kia, keeps coming out with better and better looking vehicles. The Optima actually looks more sophisticated than the Sonata, at least to my eye it does. It's definitely a sportier design. Inside, the center console is canted towards the driver to give it a true cockpit feel, giving it more of a performance flair. It'll go on sale in the American market at the end of the year, shortly followed by a turbo and then followed by a hybrid model. We'll have more on the Optima in the coming days. In related news, Bloomberg reports that Hyundai Kia are shooting for a 15% share of the global automotive industry by 2020. If they can hit that, the Korean automaker would likely be the third largest car company in the world behind Toyota and Volkswagen. May sound a little far-fetched, but I would not bet against them. Maybach has been a disaster for Daimler. Sales have fallen to only 300 units a year, which means they are taking a financial bath selling these super expensive cars. It's been rumored that the brand will be discontinued, but a report from Automobile says that Maybach will allegedly offer five different models, including a long wheelbase convertible and possibly even a hybrid. You know, I gotta hand it to the Germans. They never give up, not even in the face of disaster. Just look at the Smart, which is now a decade-old disaster that should have been Oldsmobiled years ago. In related news, Bloomberg reports that Wolfgang Bernhard has taken control of the Mercedes-Benz car division. Its former head, Rainer Schmuckler, has left the automaker by what they're calling mutual agreement. Et tu, Bruta? Hey, back to Hyundai. Looks like it started another trend. According to a post on GMInsiderNews.com, the next generation Chevrolet Malibu will only offer four-cylinder engines, just like the Sonata. Of course, that's an obvious move and one that the rest of the industry has to follow, and it all has to do with the corporate average fuel economy standards. And now back to GM. It announced pricing for the CNG option in its full-size vans, and the numbers are surprising. The CNG version of the Chevy Express and GMC Savannah will tack on another $16,000 on top of the base price. The vans go on sale this fall. Base price, $26,000. CNG price, $42,000. You know, saving the environment doesn't come cheap. And in other GM news, the company unveiled the Volt in China yesterday, but with a Chinese name. Gasco reports that the Chinese version of the Volt will be known as the Wolanda. Wolanda. If you want to be successful selling cars in China, you gotta give them Chinese names. But that's not the biggest problem facing the Volt 
imported plug-in and electric vehicles may not get subsidies from the Chinese government. So GM may have to end up heavily subsidizing the car. And speaking of China, for the last few months, we've been reporting that car sales are slowing down in the country, but that wasn't the case in August. According to the AP, car sales shot up 56% last month to around 1.2 million units. After the break, you better keep your eye on the rear view mirror. Ford's revealing its future cop car lineup. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. The Crown Victoria dominates the police vehicle market in the United States, controlling something like 70% of the segment. But strong competition from Dodge, Chevrolet, and Carbon Motors is forcing Ford to step up its game. Autoline Daily correspondent Craig Cole was on the ground at a press conference last week, and here is the latest from Dearborn. The last Crown Vic is scheduled to roll off the line late next year, and the company's redesigned Taurus is set to take over police duty. Ford claims it's ready for anything departments can throw at it, and it should be. It's heavily modified compared to what you can pick up from your local dealer. You have to have unique cooling systems, uh, braking systems, suspensions, because they're going to be taking 8-inch curves at 40 miles an hour. So all of a sudden, everything has to become very robust. Most of the time when that means robust, that means that you actually have a unique component or part in there. So the platform is just the starting point, and the reason why it's so valuable for Ford to use one platform because we're able to manufacture amongst other vehicles in an assembly plant. So there comes efficiencies with that. One of the other upgrades law enforcement should appreciate is a modified electrical system so it's easier to add aftermarket equipment like lights and sirens. The standard engine is a 3.5 liter V6 with TIVCT. That stands for Twin Independent Variable Camshaft Timing and it delivers 280 horsepower, 30 more than the Vickys V8 with 20% better fuel economy. An EcoBoost 6 is also available, as is all-wheel drive. Demonstrating the new car's superiority, Ford took us for back-to-back -back test rides around its Dearborn track to compare the handling. While it's hard to tell from the rear seat how a car drives, the Taurus had noticeably less body roll and it felt a lot more planted. But the Taurus is only half of Ford's police interceptor story. And many of our customers also wanted greater choice in drive configurations in powertrains and also fuel economy ratings. So yes, they want choice, and we're giving it to them with a, a comprehensive two-vehicle offering. Last week, the company revealed a new police utility vehicle to members of the media. No, your eyes aren't playing tricks on you. That's an industrial-grade version of the brand-new 2011 Explorer. For the first time in a long time, law enforcement has dibs on the latest and greatest from Ford. That means they get sink, soft materials on the dashboard and doors, plus all the ruggedness of a Crown Vic, at least according to engineers. Just like the Taurus, the Explorer Police Interceptor is purpose-built for law enforcement, sharing the same platform and countless parts ranging from brake rotors and wheels to engine mounts and powertrains. It will be interesting to see if Ford can maintain its dominance of the police market. Will departments flock to the new front-drive-based Taurus and Explorer models like they had to the Crown Victoria? Or will they lean towards traditional rear-wheel drive offerings like the Dodge Charger or the upcoming Chevy Caprice? Either way, we'll have to wait until late next year to find out. Thanks for that report, Craig. 
And that brings us to the end of today's report on the latest news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.